Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, January 30th, 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my glorious co-host, Matt Sheehan. Wow. Matt, what's going on? I, I mean, that was the perfect game. Do you, do you just want to talk about it right now, or do you want to get through the intro and I could lay out how it was just perfection? <laughs> Let me... Uh... Oh, boys are back, by the way. MSU basketball is so back. Wait, back. They're already back. No, nah, they're even more back, though. More back? Back, back. Double Super back. back. Back on back. Bunk bed back. Baby got back. Woo! Let me do the intro, and then we'll, yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, because I'm excited, too, Matt. Anytime you can get a football recruit to choose your school, to choose Michigan State over Lamar, yep, who I'm assuming it. is just a guy... Um, yep. who is first name Kendrick? Yep. Who is handing out bills to recruits? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good day. Sure. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Big win there. Um. So. So. Matt, we're gonna talk about Michigan State just clown showing Northwestern <laughs> and what was um a very tall Northwestern a team. very tall <laughs> Northwestern team. Um. It was it was a very fun game. Outside of like I don't know six minutes or so, a lot of fun mm-hmm. to be had mm-hmm. uh, in that game. So we're gonna talk about it. Segments one, two, maybe three. We'll see. I think we're gonna bop around and talk about some actual basketball things, and I think we'll spend a little bit of time on some basketball adjacent fun type stuff that came out of that game because there's plenty of things to uh, to chat over. And if we you know get to it at the end of the show, we'll talk about. Uh, Wisconsin and their nut-punching guard, Brad Davison, not being in the lineup when Michigan State heads to Madison this weekend. But it's only Thursday. We've got tomorrow to preview it, so we're definitely going to hit on that. Yeah, I'm worried about Kobe King, too. He'll fill in for Brad Davison nicely. So Yeah, the, Kobe King we'll transferred, Matt. Excuse me? Yeah, Co- Kobe King's gone, too. So. Oh, yeah. shame. Uh, yeah. Huh, hate to see that. Hate, All right. hate to see it. Um hmm. Yeah. By the way, Andy Katz, Big Ten Network. Uh, Kitty Katz. Yeah, calling Kobe King a quitter uh, on TV without knowing a single thing. (laughs) Oh, I did not know that. About the situation. Um, Ah, shoot. Well, by definition, he is a quitter. (laughs) Oh, could could there be some context that might have walked that back? Perhaps, perhaps. Do yeah, we know that yet? Maybe. No, not necessarily. But oh my, yeah. Pity cats just going off. I love it. Yeah, and the th- he said it. Uh, unless there's something we don't know about, Kobe King just quit on his team. Something along that. Like, well, maybe you know, I, I get it. You want to get your take out there, but maybe just yeah, wait yeah. until the thing we don't know about. Maybe we hear yeah, right. about it. Yo, and it then, is a correct take, but boy, when you start it with, we don't know everything, <laughs> ah, well, ah, let's maybe hard stop there. Let's, I am okay. uninformed, but that's not going to stop <laughs> yes. me. Like, that's okay. Uh, I heard that and I perked up. I was writing my game story and I perked up. I was like, wait a second. Like, well, I totally missed that, man. Well, yeah. I did not know Cats uh, had that, in, had that in him. I thought he was like pretty even keel. Fired a heater. Well, he's a coach. And he's never sure. going to be like, well, maybe uh, the coaches did something wrong or maybe, you know, it's the kid's fault. <laughs> It's always the kid's fault, um, yeah. especially yeah. when you are a coach and you protect the fraternity of, of coaching. So, yeah, Andy Katz, of cool it. Like or that's, don't. That's fine. Or just keep doing this. <laughs> or, this is fun. Just, you know I don't what? know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just start keep throwing quitting accusations out everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
With all that said, reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get podcasts. Matt, let's jump into this show. You were just dying to run through me as I was attempting to do the intro with how this was the perfect game. Perfect game. Perfect, like, 9.9 out of 10 games. So just about perfect. Okay, not perfect, but close. Okay, just I don't believe in 10s, really. Um, so like I'm, the numbers, like, like just factually. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my thing. Or Ever since I... Andrew Maxwell played quarterback, I just hated the number 10. No, I just, I just don't do a lot of 10 out of 10s anyway. <laughs> anyway. So after the game, Matt, I'm what's your there. birthday? Oh, it's September nine plus one day. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Right. Just 20 divided by two cut it in half. Yeah. Um, it's a, just, it's a, such a pain in your life to not ever want to say the number 10. You're like a, a Michigan fan refusing to say Ohio state. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, except I'm not a total loser in life. Uh, anyway, well, uh, well yeah, that's true to be debated. Uh, listen, I, after the game, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that was the perfect game. I, you, you, the perfect game recipe goes like this. MSU gets off to a, a white hot start, mm-hmm. just eases the, the nerves immediately right off the bat. But then for entertainment's sake, They'll let a team get back close to them. Never giving up the lead. Never not quite doing that. Only keeping it one possession for about, you know, a minute or two. And then at the end of the half, they just put the gas pedal back on just to tell everyone, you know, hey, it's it's going to be all right. The mm-hmm. boys are going to be all right. We're going to get this done. Yes. And then just shenanigans in the second half. <laughs> and by shenanigans, it, it could mean Foster Lawyer getting to 12 points. It could mean realizing that Rocket Watts is going to try to foul out with just charges and nothing but charges. It's fantastic. It means Steven Izzo gets in the game with two minutes left. Hell yeah. And really, that's the only thing that kept it from a full 10 out of 10 is Steven Izzo not bearing that. Well, I guess not even shooting a three. But yeah, so I mean, really, it was really the, the perfect game. It had it all. It had a technical up like 20 or 30 points. Yeah. It had Kyle Arns. Kyle Arns get into the mix yeah. and hit his baseline jumper as he does. It had Cassius Winston, 18 points. Great shooting night for him. I, I, yeah, I mean, it was... Overall, really, it's just the, the the perfect game before we head off into this doomsday scenario of the final uh, however many games of the Big Ten season <laughs> we have coming up. So yeah, we had um, Tom Izzo melting down up on his team up eighteen. Oh, I we loved had, it! I loved it. We had Tom Izzo burying his face into his palms. Yes, just dead inside. Yes, <laughs> up twenty two. Mm-hmm. As like the, I, there was a graphic on the screen too, like while he had uh, his face buried in his hand. Uh, oh god, what was it? I think it was like offensive rebounds, and it read something like MSU, fifteen. Uh, yeah, no, here it is. Right, <laughs> it's offensive rebounds. Northwestern three, Michigan State 15. <laughs> fifteen. Score: Northwestern twenty-four, MSU forty-six. Izzo just going through it like his kid just came home with a report card with four Fs and a D minus in gym, like just. Just totally, distraught about what's going totally on. Totally beside himself. Oh, he's oh he he can't even look at these a holes on the court. He's so he's so upset at them. God, that's why I love it. There's eleven. <clears throat> there's eleven. Oh, oh my God. Hold on. Wow, you sound like Ezo now. Oh my God. Oh no. <clears throat> Whoa. Get it out. Oh Whoa. God. Hold on. I'll get the camera All right, over. I'm Hold back. On. Nine one one. There's, okay. <laughs> There's 11 and a half minutes left in the game, and the mm-hmm. opposing team has 24 points. Correct. Furious. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Almost out rebound the other team at a two to one margin, and yeah, that's, that's quite literally the last thing on his mind. So that's got and yeah, and that's why we love him. That's why we love him. It's great. 
It's great. Demanding greatness every single minute of the game. <sighs> well, they almost accomplished it. I mean, yeah. they, they did for the viewing experience. If, if every MSU game could be just like that, blow it to start, little entertaining in the middle, fine at halftime, complete baptism in the second half, I would love that. Save, save me with all the, oh, I like a close game. I don't like a close game. Nobody just, likes close games. Just, just boat race them off the top and just make this a, a laugher in the second half. So, And uh, for that, I thank you, Michigan State. Thank yeah. you, guys. What was the score? It was They were up like 18 or 20 also when Izzo got teed up, right? I believe it was 20. <laughs> I, think it was 20. I believe it was 20. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got to be. He's got to be. I still don't know what happened. Like, I still don't really. No. Okay. It was uh, Northwestern got a bucket. And I I think maybe um, there was like a chicken wing type scenario where a Northwestern player sort of committed an offensive foul to get position on an easy bucket because it came right after like an easy layup for them. And I didn't see it. Nobody saw it. Izzo saw something, though. Um, Sure did. Yeah, up 20. And he was outside the coach's the box, half. like, by an inch. Oh, yeah. So maybe that was it. But, like, I, I've seen him run, like, a 3-3 zone with the team and not be called for a technical. So, like, that, <laughs> that was a little ticky-tack, if that's, like, the true reason. Because he was yes. four inches outside the coach's box. We've, we've seen way worse oh, from yeah. him. So. Izzo, I mean, there's many a score shot, score screenshots of him fully mm-hmm. on the court in a defensive stance. <laughs> Just straight up playing defense, yeah. <laughs> just some off-ball D on Brad Davidson. That's, yes. uh, yeah, that's, oh, it's very incredible. Nice. Um, he was, yeah, he was in prime form, and whenever you can get prime form Izzo in a blowout, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that's about as good as it gets for Michigan State basketball. Absolutely, and it didn't stop post game either. He said, I think, quote, like, I'm not really tickled with how we're playing so far when a reporter asked him how he feels halfway through the Big Ten season. It's like, well, you just 30-pieced uh, a Wildcat team at home. You're on top of the Big Ten season. And, uh, yeah, and he was just, yeah, I mean, we're fine, I guess, maybe. So, never change, Coach. Yeah. Um, I want to continue with this game. I have a pressing question for you, uh, and we'll do that here after a quick break okay matt my question to you yeah i have no idea what's coming okay and this is hard-hitting yeah tough journalism okay i'm gonna pin you down and make you answer it because i know there's truth to what i'm asking there's an answer here and the people deserve to hear what you have to say all right i'm glad i have my lawyer in the room with me but okay let's do it Speaking of lawyers, at what point mm. in the game did your mm. clothes come off? It, it was it was while the fourth uh, made three-pointer was in the air because I knew that was butter when it left his hands. Uh, that's that's when it was because you know, like three three-pointers, nine points, a very solid night. There's just something special about getting to the double-digit mark. Mm-hmm. All, all off three-pointers behind. Well, obviously behind arc if you're shooting three-pointers anyway that would be the yeah. definition of a three-pointer is shooting it behind the three-point line see i told you i know my basketball um yeah no for sure it was that and i, I kind of had a hunch that maybe we could have one of these nights like right when he knocked down his first one. Oh yeah yeah oh like, he was, was like oh, oh yeah we're primed for a foster night tonight aren't we it was and we were yeah it was like late-ish in the shot clock couple seconds left and he just comes off the screen and it's like a contested look and it's not an easy shot to just Sort of rip off mm-hmm. the screen and then rise like that. Uh, sure. and it was like a foot or so, you know, behind the arc. So it wasn't, you know, a shorty oh, yeah. or anything. Uh, top of the key drains that. And as soon as he hit it, I was like, oh, yes. 
It's showtime, baby. Yeah. It's showtime. Yeah, my uh, the foster lawyer experiment is overtake is uh, aging like two-month-old milk left open in the sun in Phoenix. It's <laughs> just not going over well. And I could not be happier to be wrong about this so far. So uh, thank you, Foster, for making me look like an idiot once again. So, yeah. yeah. He I like it. He hadn't been scoring much uh, lately. I think he had like six points total in the last five games. Yeah. Um, but he had... A, his minutes weren't really there that much. Right. Um, B, I think he had done some things well and just, you know, like he had a play against, uh, it it, it was Minnesota where he drove the lane, rose up and like did this really nice wraparound sling pass from under the basket out to the corner to a Gabe, I think it was Gabe Brown or whoever it was, wide open three, like. I believe it was Gabe. Couldn't have yes. set it up better than the like, Gabe just missed. And so there were like he was mixing in plays like that, you know, like that doesn't end up on the score sheet anywhere, but it's like, okay, I'm seeing some stuff, even though he's not scoring, and I don't I think he shot it like four times total. So it's not like gotcha. he, you know, he missed a few shots. Yeah. Um, but it's not like he was, you know, being devastatingly terrible. And then he always has in him this game where he plays seventeen minutes, has an offensive rating of two hundred and eleven. <laughs> That more times than not will be be good. Yes. So yeah. Uh, and also, you know, twelve points on six shots, four assists, two rebounds, no turnovers. Um, you know, did he, he got beat for a bucket on one where uh, who? What the hell is his name? Uh, oh, Pat Spencer. Pat Spencer, who is you know six inches taller than him, got position under the basket on him on a fast break. But other than that, you know, they, they were talking about it a ton, like, oh, lawyers, undersize you. Like, he's all he's all he can do is stay yeah. in front of dudes and make it tough. And he's been doing, oh my god, oh my god, man. Well, I'm I'm worried about you. I'm, so am I. I'm, I'm officially worried. about you. I don't know you. what's going on. You know, I can't carry this podcast by myself, so I'm going to need you to power through here. I'm trying. Um, he's been doing a decent job of that, and. Yeah, if he he's, trying just, his, he's trying his best, yeah, you know? Yeah. You just, like, stay in front of people, put your hands up, don't get absolutely cooked. He had a really nice defensive possession on Boo Boo. He did, uh, had a good one on Pat Spencer, yeah. forced a tough, like, 17-footer that he missed. So as long as you can do that, mm-hmm. you know, and mix in the occasional <laughs> four for six from three, uh, it's going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah. Man, I... I just can't keep staring at this box score and just like helping to think like no one really had a bad game outside of like players nicknamed um, from spacecrafts, but uh, but that's gonna happen. I'd, I'd rather have a bad game, yeah, uh, where everyone else is doing good. Then you know when it actually is important against a good team on the road or anything like that. But yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. And he'll be fine. There was something with Rocket shooting. Like I think the last four, five, six games, it's looked like just the jumper aesthetically. Like, how does it look coming off his hand? Does he look in rhythm? Does he look, you know, because mm-hmm. he had shot flat early in the season. And I think yes. when you have a leg injury that's and you're adjusting to a much further distance from three, that makes some sense to me. And you'd really seen the arc return and him look a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked like every single time today when he rose up, like halfway through the ball, like fell out of his hands. They just looked so strange. Even on the TV broadcast, you could tell like that's like, as soon as it went up, I'm like, that's bad. <laughs> like every single right. shot was bad. And I don't know if he had 
slippery hands or just, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm just not feeling it today. Like, I don't have a good feel of the ball. Um, yeah, it was a weird day for him shooting from deep. Yeah, but oh, well, I mean, he'll be fine, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, it helps when the other, you know, 48 people that play yeah. uh, in a white <laughs> uniform also do great. Yes. Uh, so not will the- he call full-time starter now, you think? Yeah, I think so. And you know what? We should. We'll, we'll, let's talk about Hall definitely. But I think we should give credit to Marcus Bingham for bouncing back. Yeah, totally. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did. Izzo said it. He did not respond well after the Minnesota game when he uh, came off the bench. He played like five minutes and was invisible. Um, mm-hmm. He was not invisible uh, against Northwestern. Three blocks of steel. Uh, seven rebounds in 15 minutes, one on the offensive end, scores yeah. uh, seven points on four field goal attempts. Like No turnovers. No, yeah. T- yeah, no turnovers. Like It was a really good game from him. That And that was crazy because like, at least usually he has like one moment where it's like, oh, well, there's there's my Marcus. Yes, there he yes. is. <laughs> you, you crazy son of a gun. But, uh, n- n- no. It like, was pretty even It was not here today. I was like, no, is Marcus growing up? No. <laughs> My sweet innocent Marcus. <laughs> he was uh, he was even killed. back. And yeah, credit to him. But yeah, let's let's look at the time here. Um, let's do it. Yeah, we'll do a couple minutes here on Millie Call, and then we'll move uh, into the third segment. Uh, what did you like? Just what is your general appraisal of what he has done? Uh, you know, the last couple of games here since he's been inserted into the starting lineup. Yeah, I think it's a steady hand, uh, I mean, to start the game, too. I mean, it's not to say that Bingham is, like, a total wild card and, like, he's the reason why he they got the flat start. Well, he is, but I don't think he was entirely the reason why they got no, the flat no. starts. But, like, when you have a guy like Malik, who I, he, he seems like a pretty damn smart player yes. and can also, you know, score from anywhere on the court, I, I'd like to, I think, more consistently than Bingham. I, that's just how it feels. I'm sure the numbers will back me up, but I've been wrong before. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like things – move smoother on offense to like start the game with Malik and obviously that's not a hot take after he started with what four points in the first two minutes of the game mm-hmm. one on you know pair of free throws and the other on a alley-oop lob so yeah I I mean it seems to be working like MSU has gotten pr- off to pretty good starts the last two games and it's just the you know why fix it just keep rolling with it until it stops working and then when it stops working I reassess so yeah, I don't know. Like, is is that weird? Like that? I'm just going with the you know, don't overthink this. It's working. Why not just go with it? Even though it, you know was just against Northwestern, but yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on it? So let me just. I, I want to do this real quick. I'm gonna run okay. through Malik Hall's offensive ratings in every okay. every game this season. So there are a few where he's not gonna qualify because he only played eight minutes, nine minutes. Like, didn't play the ten minutes to qualify. For sure. So I'm just going to go start with Northwestern all the way through. 150, 159, 78, 142, 126, 168, 142, 161, 108, 84, 101, 173, 111, 129, 154, 109. I heard a lot of numbers pre- that start with one. So Yeah, those are, those are like pretty that. good numbers. Um, certainly low volume, but at least in the offensive end, like he's not going to screw up. He's going to grab some rebounds for sure, especially on the offensive end. And he only got credit for one offensive rebound against Northwestern, but he caused at least two more. Um, yeah, definitely. There was one time he went up in a crowd and it, it looked like he was a boxer. Like He just like threw <laughs> a hook and just like punched the ball. And it went, I think that one may have went to Northwestern, but like he 
makes defensive rebounding seem like no fun at all. <laughs> like it is like no, I don't want to box not. him out. Like he is he's big and strong and he's gonna get uh bigger and stronger. He's still a little bit wiry, right? But he's definitely like cut. Um, and mm-hmm. very uh, is is muscular and can mix it up with guys who are bigger than him, and he's totally. just kind of like a relentless competitor in there too, which I like. And then yeah, he's definitely got skills that you're going to be able to build out on for sure. Um, but he's been, I think you put it uh, really well, just like a steadying presence there. Yeah, he's a steady hand, and of course he's not going to be a top two, three scoring option. But ne- neither was Bingham, so I yeah. mean, swapping the guy who's more steady and. And whatnot, and yeah, maybe it's the whole Bingham, like you know, just let him watch the game for a little bit, kind of like what we were talking with Henry. Like it, it clearly helped him in the Minnesota game, and for sure he was back in the starting lineup today and did just fine. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe it's going to help Bingham too. So why, why why not just keep rolling with it? Yeah, I think they keep Hall in there un- until there's something, probably a couple games where it's like, yeah, something's up with Malik. We can't start him anymore. Like. Yeah. Get him in there, play his 15 to 20 minutes, let him mix it up, <laughs> just turn the game upside down, you know, rough up some people, grab some rebounds. Um, you get Two hard fouls. A couple and, yeah, hard fouls, a, and then he's yeah. out there, and then we go. <laughs> um, let's pause right here. We'll come back. I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Aaron Henry because he had a very interesting game. Um, so let's do that here uh, in just a second. So this is strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really, gosh. Okay. So Aaron Henry scored six points on nine yep. shots. Correct. That's bad. That's, that's really it, bad. It's not great, but I still feel like he had like an okay game. Oh, which is... I, I think he had an above average game. Yeah. Um, so six points on nine shots, but his offensive rating ends up as one Oh one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because, right. uh, he had four assists, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, only turned it over one time. That's going to get it done yeah. uh, and grabbed a couple offensive rebounds, uh, hit a three. Um, so, yeah, he, he ends up. And I think if you add in his defensive numbers, two more steals, like all of a sudden he's like the steel king uh, of, right. of, the, of the team here. Um, He'd be great in MSU secondary next year. I, yeah. D'Antonio should look hard into that. <laughs> a six foot six safety. You know it. Good guy. You know it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think just in a night where the shooting clearly wasn't there, good for him to hit that three kind of at the end. Like, oh, finally, I got one. Yeah. Um, good for him on that. But to be able to contribute in other ways, I thought he threw a handful of really nice passes. Uh, you know, like we said, got some steals, played some good defense. Like Aaron Henry's kind of getting to a point where like, all right, even when he's not scoring, he's contributing in a positive way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's really kind of what it has been for a lot of the, not not the whole season, but a good handful of games. And, you know, recently, too, I feel like ever since the last, you know, Northwestern game where it was kind of not a great one for him, when he's not getting an <laughs> offense, he's still make, getting it done on defense. Yeah. So, yeah. He, so, yeah, like that one, he scored three points on nine shots. Um, he has uh, made three shots. All season against Northwestern in like 20 attempts, <laughs> 18 Doesn't attempts. have to, though. Doesn't have to. <laughs> the Wildcats have his number and yep. only his number. So, okay. And uh, he will not have to play them again this year. Uh, you know, I was going to say, well, Big Ten tournament, but boy, man. Yeah, I don't, North, I, Northwestern is yikes mode. Holy yeah. smokes. That's 
Not a team that could probably move into Thursday's round of the tournament. I don't foresee them winning two games before they get to Michigan State. You don't think so? All right. No. Yeah. No. I All right. Well, don't. hey, we're we're in agreement again. Look at us. I don't think it's in the cards. Okay. All right. All right. Um, weird game for Cassius. It sure was. It sure was, which uh, is always fun. You know, when in, in 29-point blowouts, you got to have someone with a really, huh, game. And I feel like Cassius won the, huh, game <laughs> award. So, um, good on him. So, Michigan State makes 27 shots, has 21 assists on those 27 shots. So, 78%. Had I told you that pregame, mm-hmm. How many assists would you have guessed that Cassius Winston had? Whew, seven, eight. Seven, eight, nine, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Let's get nuts. Yeah. How many did he have, Matt? Uh, he had uh, five or six less than that, I'd imagine. He had one assist. Yeah. Yeah. Turned it over five times, had one assist. Scored 18 points on 12 shots, which is nice. That's really good. Um, four of seven from three, which is like, honestly. That's very good. The best thing to come out of this game secretly is like, hey, Cassius yeah. just had a high volume shooting game from three where he made a bunch of them. Um, well, the best one was is when he, uh, I think it was maybe his fourth three of the game where he just threw it up and just immediately turned around and started like talking with the people sitting yeah. courtside. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, someone is feeling themselves tonight. This yep. is fun. This um, is a lot of fun. <laughs> and very quietly, he is now 44% from deep in conference play. We like that. Yeah, we like that. 39%. On the season, uh, after that slow start, that's fantastic. You know, the one of nine against Oakland is really <laughs> holding us down here, and as is the one of five against Virginia Tech. But like four of seven from three against Northwestern, three of five against Minnesota, three is, or f- where am I? Three of six against Indiana. That was after missing eight consecutive threes uh, against Wisconsin and Purdue. So uh, there's a little bit of streakiness to his game from deep, but. Um, he's he's feeling it right now from deep, and that that's awesome to just see him keep rolling like that because uh, his shooting adds a whole nother dimension like to this offense. And God, it's almost like I don't want to say like if Cassius shoots it from three, they're gonna be really great on offense, and if he doesn't shoot it from three, they're gonna be bad. But it's kind of swung that way uh, many times this season. <sighs> Yeah, man, I, I don't know what to say because it's like, yeah, all right. Well, Cassius, like, at times, especially in the second half, looked like he was, like, back-back, like, old, like, mm-hmm. junior year, like, yeah. vintage Cassius Winston. But, uh, you know me. I don't like to get too excited now. But here, uh, here I am. So, yep. Thanks, Cash. You're the man. Uh, I'm doing some quick math here, Matt. Good luck. Um, don't don't count on me to help 19. you at all. 19. So. So Cassius Winston is 6 of 26 from 3 in Michigan State's uh, 5 losses this year. Gotcha. All right. That's um, bad, I think, is the word. Yeah, that's around, like, what, 29% or something like that? Uh, 6 of 26 is 23%. Oh, jeez, I'm way off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in wins this year, he – oh, oh, I'm doing bad math. 38 divided by 88. He's 43%. In wins this year, 23% in losses. Ends up when your good player plays good. Good things happen. It's shocking, frankly. It's just like, wow. There might, there might be a correlation. I don't know. Again, I'm not a math tweet, person. but I'm yeah. going to tweet that out. 
So yeah, good. See yeah, that get ready Twitter. for uh, some numbers. Whew, you're going to be getting some internet points tonight, then. Oh, going to be killing it. Um, I, I want Izzo's probably going to see that quote and be like, "Get get this kid in the coaching room right now. Right? We, we need to pick his brain." So speaking of, and it might help. I got a story yes. coming out tomorrow about tempo, Matt. Ooh, I like that. Okay, okay. Football tempo. I. Don't like that anymore. Yeah, okay. football tempo. Right. Um, actually, it's out today. Since this is Thursday, as you're listening to this, it's out now. Um, yeah, it turns out Michigan State. You know, I I'll, have watched them. Yes, yes. Um, we got a minute left here, Matt. What uh, do you remember? What Mark D'Antonio said was going to be like the big change in their offense after the first game, or what was like the big change this year in terms of? Wasn't it faster tempo? I don't know. Maybe I've yeah. blacked out from yeah. everything he's ever the, said this season. But the direct yeah. quote from D'Antonio after the Tulsa game, I was sitting there looking at him while he was talking. He said, we're going to be an up-tempo offense this year. What do you think um, their tempo did this season? <laughs> well, now that you're saying it, did, did, did it move down? You'll have to read the story to find hey, out. Hey, wow, that wow, what a teaseman. At will underscore underscore hunter one L two underscores at Spartans Wire is where that story is. I compare Michigan State's seconds per play uh, to last season, twenty seventeen and twenty sixteen, just to see how uh, tempo has changed throughout the last four years, and then I compare their twenty nineteen numbers to some of the um, more well recognized up tempo teams. From 2019, like Wake Forest, UCLA, uh, SMU, Boston College, uh, Central Florida, Arizona. Uh, So you can just sort of see where Michigan State stacks up in terms of actual tempo. Um, So yeah, check that out, spartanswire.usatoday.com. Matt, that's going to do it for us. Love it. That that's a pro grade plug right there. That's big time. I was debating. I'm like, am I gonna tell him or am I gonna plug it? I'm gonna tease it. Nah, plug that thing. Let's go. Tease the hell out of it. I think it'll make. Some rounds on the old interwebs uh, tomorrow. You better retweet it for me. Okay. Thank you. Um, Only if it makes me happy, though. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening to today's Locked on Spartans. I apologize for my voice flaming out twice. Uh, You're fine. That yeah, just adds flair to the podcast. Just, You're good. Just, I, I'm ashamed. Um, ah, we'll, don't be. You're fine. We'll be back tomorrow with a uh, preview of Michigan State taking on Wisconsin. Sands, um, the nut-punching Brad Davison. Um, I wonder if he learned a lesson, Matt. Uh, highly doubtful. Will. Highly, highly doubtful. Highly doubtful. We'll talk about it uh, on tomorrow's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us on home. Nah, go green. I mean, come on, easy twenty-nine point win for the boys. Let's go get them Saturday. Woo, tacos, tacos.